All right, continue. Max is forlornly cleaning his butthole by the door, which is shut, and he cannot get out. Forlornly? Like, looking up like, man. (laughs) (laughs) Can't believe I have to do this. Yeah, he's got sort of, he he makes a sad face when he's like, I want out, but I don't know how. (laughs) Please. (laughs) I don't have thumbs. Please, help me. your face on that pile of game books okay no you <laughs> you gross this is my cat my cat's voice the voice i have for my cat oh my god no she kind of sounds like jocelyn from bob's burgers <laughs> oh gross you're touching me this is really hard that's the cat voice and then the dog voice the dog voice is like hey that's me i'm i'm a dog <laughs> which is terrible because he's an voice. english bulldog so he should have like an english like he should sound like fucking carl pilkington just like yeah. laconic and uh, in it. <laughs> oh it's been three minutes already <clears throat> yeah, we're real good at wasting time uh i hear if you make it to six episodes you're a real podcast is that like being a real boy this is bonus experience Why'd you read my capital letters thing on this? Because you put in capital letters. Yeah, I I write this for our entertainment. This is bonus experience! (laughs) Yeah! Yeah! (laughs) I'm Monica. I'm Ray. (sighs) We do the the gaming. We game. Okay, we've been known to game. Been known to game? And we also run this podcast... Which is a deeper look at the play experience and the finer details of running and writing games. Yeah, and we swear. Die mad about, about it. So, what are we getting into today? Today we're going to talk about how to not be a garbage player. And I mean, we mean people who suck, not trash, people who... Trash people who are garbage. Trash people. Yeah. Not a person who plays with garbage. So you probably shouldn't do that either. Um, be careful with that. You could get garbage? a disease. Oh, okay. I thought you were like telling me that <laughs> not playing with garbage was like some offensive That's phrase. Really... And I was like, ah, do you really want to you... come down hard on that? I'm not playing with garbage. Be careful with that because that means this racist thing. And I was just going to be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret got to fix that one too. No, we're going to talk about how to not be a shithead at the table. Don't be a dick. Yeah, don't be a dick. Donald, why are you such an asshole? Donnie, why do we even invite you? Nobody invited Donnie. (laughs) Donnie just shows up with his musk (laughs) and his big three-ring binder full of his, like, lovingly hand-typed notes on his own personal setting for D&D. That he keeps trying to get people to play, huh? Have you ever actually gamed with someone who was musky? Yeah. <laughs> but it was like high school. Two. We were all a little musky. It's that gamer. I don't know if I was that musky. Gamer gaminess. Yeah. That, the little con that tended that my pro- other podcast runs uh, get, got kind of musky. You <laughs> can get a little, a little stagnant. I mean, that old venue got hot. It, smell, there it was... smells a little like chicken noodle soup. 
Yeah. <laughs> smells like onions and feet. We're not talking about how to not smell like garbage. That yeah, is not, no, that is not the kind of topic. podcast we are. And obviously, but like, if you have like a gland problem or whatever, we don't. I know. I'm you. Not, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to, it's medical. It's fine. I don't want to. I'm talking about how to not be a jerk. How to clean yeah, up your shitty about your behavior, attitude. Not your hygiene. Fix your behavior. But, but like, if you can't, if you are capable of pr- practicing good hygiene, please do. <laughs> We're gonna talk about it. Not be a jerk. Please take a bath, though. But please take a can, bath. <laughs> not be a jerk. But like deodorant, maybe. I don't. But don't be an asshole. And like brush your hair, but maybe. But, <laughs> yeah, but but most importantly, don't be an asshole. Most importantly, don't be a jerk. Uh, and I wrote down this cutesy little like seven deadly player sins. And then hey, you wrote this thing down, and we're like, um, what are they? Halfway then... through, I was like, I had to start remembering Full Metal Alchemist characters to remember all the seven deadly sins. <laughs> what is? Uh, what is? And you just well, what? You, you just left them on the outline for me to define. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, just do something with this. Is there something here, Monica? Do something with this, Monica. I, you know what? Is I made something, something happen with it. You did. I'm pretty proud of how it turned out. Yeah. So why don't you? Why don't we start off with the wrathful player? Right. These aren't hardly in alphabetical order. No. We did them in the order in which Ryan remembered them. <laughs> so the order in which I remembered Full Metal Alchemist characters. Alchemist characters. Yeah. So we'll start with wrath. You know, the the sin of anger. Yeah, uh, and and I would certainly call a wrath player the wrathful player, um, the kind of player who is quick to retaliate or start fights. Um, you know that that one guy who always wants to murder everything. <laughs> everything becomes <laughs> like, a combat. Yeah, like person who wants to like start strangling townspeople or whatever. The person who's like you're like you're a serial killer, aren't you? <laughs> like in real life. <laughs> um, um, or um, I didn't put this on my list, but like. People who are weirdly torture happy too. Ever had a player who's just like way too into wanting to like torture an NPC? Yeah, I have to put like hard limits, like at the very beginning of my game. Like if I'm playing, like like if I'm running an exalted game, like my number one house rule is like I will not run for compassion one characters. You have to have at least compassion too. You gotta be a human being. Yes, <laughs> no torture mongers. Um, I also think of the the wrathful player as someone who kind of treats that boundary between out of character and in character shit as being extremely permeable, which is not appropriate. Like if something happens out of game, you do not put it in game. If something happens in game, you do not put it out of game. You keep those two separate. Yeah, where they want to like kill the other person's player character because that particular player looked at him funny. Yeah likes the girl they like yeah the wrathful player is not i don't i don't think i have an easy fix for the wrathful player is a thing that that requires a lot of self-awareness on your part and recognizing that there's more than one way to play these games now like it's not the 80s we're not out to murder everything anymore i don't know that might have come out a little a little harsh yeah <laughs> play you know play some fate <laughs> yeah I would, I would also say that like wrathful people are people who get like Tetchy if the GM does anything they don't like. Yeah. And the, on the sliding scale of and these this will go for like every one of these that we mentioned. There there may be someone who's like, mm, he sometimes does that, you know, talk to them about it. But at the other end it's like, yeah, that guy's a problem. It's like kick him the fuck out. <laughs> you don't have to run. 
we'll we'll get to the whole we'll get to like dealing with this and kicking them the fuck out later i think right we're at this point just putting down our our seven deadly player sims (laughs) so pride the prideful player the prideful player um can't give up the spotlight um, are the kind of people who always has to be party leader with like a capital P and a pack. They have to be L. the main character of the party. Yeah, and they're offended if they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, and every they they want everyone else to do the thing they want to do. No compromise. Or they're the guy that really likes to show off how much they know about the system, and will interrupt story, will interrupt the GM to argue about like rules, crunchy bits, system, just to just to kind of show like, well, I know what I'm doing. It's annoying as hell. <laughs> yeah, uh, rules lawyers are totally prideful players. Yo, yeah. uh, I bet last was real hard, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sorry about me existing as a player <laughs> in my twenties. Oh, because I, it, it, you know, if there's, I once asked Henry oh, if, 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 if he was bothered like... by the fact that you know if there are any girls there, I want to do them. Players is me. It's me. I mean, if we're talking about like, <laughs> but like, I actually don't think that pursuing between players, there everybody's cool. <laughs> like, that's different. Yeah, or between like players and NPCs. Yeah, I mean, um, like, I actually don't think pursuing a romance or a sexual relationship between NPCs and PCs, as long as you're like, as long as there's clear boundaries established out of character, obviously, is yeah, bad. Yeah. I don't yeah. think that's bad at all. No. Um, but like that's the that's the low hanging fruit of the character who wants to like sleep with everyone, which can become disruptive. That, that can that can become a huge problem if if not everybody is on board with that fucking behavior. If if it's if it's the yeah, one player but... that's trying to use it as a, a like again that permeable out of character in character border, that can get straight up fucking creepy, and then we have to have some serious. Yeah, it can get real creepy. Yeah, that we'll file that creepiness under lust. But I also want to define the lustful player as a person who lusts for drama in mm, character above yep. anything else. Like, the person who who won't let anything work out smoothly because they want drama so badly. Right, they want to play the evil backstabbing character. You played with somebody like that? Oh, I've played with someone like that. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, this person was so super into and in love with their own brilliant character concepts that they would hijack the game over well that's not what my character would do kind of thing or what i'm just doing what my character would do because they were specifically trying to play like the most antagonistic character concept possible i had a thing i was gonna say and it's gone that didn't work out so sorry yeah no no it's okay i my brain ate it (laughs) (laughs) and now it's gone forever and it's gone it went to the bureau of lost thoughts so yeah those those are lustful things yeah, I wanted to, to to convey the idea that, that lust is a desire thing. It's not just a fucking thing. Yeah, it's not just about, you know, your pee-pees. <laughs> yeah, or your vajayjays. <laughs> I thought pee-pee was like a catch-all. Is it not? Just a generic no, for your I downstairs? I didn't think so. Oh, well, damn. I also would have immediately thought of, like, urine for pee-pee, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> now we're really getting off topic. Huh. So gluttony. So a gluttonous player is focused only on their own satisfaction, um, and they couldn't give a fuck about anybody else. Um, And I would say that a gluttonous player is more about doing dumb shit because it makes them it pleases them than pride's (laughs) overbearing need to be the center of attention. Pride pride has to do it like with dignity. Gluttony is like, what can I fucking break? Yeah, like. I'm trying to think of a really good example of like this 
craving for satisfaction. How about the time me and my party members went to go kill a hundred zombies instead of actually doing the quest? <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, was that's... extremely gluttonous. Yeah, it was. Uh, I also threw out a scene eating the elemental bowl as being gluttonous. Also, like, literally, eat, literally involving eating, but it was a dumb thing he did for his own satisfaction. Like, yeah, even though we were like, why? Stop it. No, let's move on. Yeah, it's doing those, People those things. Who, like... When you hand them the bus ticket, they just fucking cram it into their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> People who eat the bus ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had anybody eat the bus ticket. I have a player who I think were she pressed, I think she would eat it. I think she'd eat a particularly tasty bus ticket. Because she's, like, just on the border of, like, what can I break here? <laughs> like, I have to consider that she kind of likes she kind of likes to be the troublemaker when I'm coming up with game ideas. Like, I have to count on she will probably do the thing that I have specifically, like, tried to get them to not do. <laughs> so <laughs> so she's, she's my, my little bus ticket eater. Yeah, I think of all of these... Um, I'm probably most guilty of being a gluttonous player, like going out of my way to do something that's dumb for my own delight. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I think I might, I think I might be closer to pride, unfortunately. <laughs> I like, I like, I kind of, I kind of like having like the best character. Does that sound shitty? Like, yeah, I like to have like I have a backstory and I yeah we'll self-examine later <laughs> yeah yeah envy. so envy um I can't stand it when anybody's better than them they gotta mm -hmm. have the most min-maxed character they gotta be the best they gotta have the best stat line gotta roll all eighteens gotta have the most powerful magical weapon they can't stand it if a GM gives another player cool stuff oh hang on um, I got a pause they, an envious a, a plate of oh, delicious okay, food was just put in front of me what is this mystery delight black beans and rice oh it's just black beans and rice it smells really good. I had I had food delivered to me. Can you hear me join on that? Not as much as those rocks you were eating earlier. Oh, the, the musty M&Ms? The musty M&Ms, yeah. All right, continue. Max is forlornly cleaning his butthole by the door, which is shut, and he cannot get out. Forlornly? Like, looking up like, man. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Can't believe I have to do this. Yeah, he's got sort of, he, he makes a sad face when he's like, I want out, but I don't know how. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I don't have thumbs. Please help me. Anyway, um, so like envious I hear players. Beeping. Is your microphone beeping? Um, no. Boom, boom. It says boom, boom. Oh, you're hearing my phone vibrate. What? Yeah, my phone is sitting on the same surface as the snowball. And <laughs> I just got a Facebook message, and you heard the phone vibrating. So I just tossed it onto the bed. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Um, the heater, the heating unit just kicked on. Did you hear that? No, but that, I love it when heating or AC kicks on. You hear that? <laughs> That's so soothing to me. <laughs> it gets so sleepy. Yeah, I All love right. that white noise. Wait, like, for the seventh time, Envy. What's, what's Envy? What's, you're, yeah, you're green. Right. No, you're... Um, I it was. Do you want me to start over? Yeah, I'm really just. I got up to once to steal everything. Yeah. It's okay, fine. Like they, they can't stand it. When I had a bunch of good lines, Margaret edit and post. Um, Margaret is. But, you on know, it. can't stand it with anybody. Anybody's better than them. Um, they can't stand it when a GM gives another player cool stuff. Uh, they want to steal everything, which I guess all sort of overlaps into greed. Um, and they will team up with or switch gears with a wrathful player if an NPC is cooler than they are. <laughs> but then greed is pretty, greed is really simple. They just gotta have everything. Yeah, gotta have everything. 
everything. Money, gear, stuff. They just want to. They just want to hoard. They just want imaginary things. things. Yeah. Maybe things. maybe not so much in it for the character development. They want. Sh- they want stuff. And and I've caught. Um, I've caught some cheaters this way. This is this is the cheat player who will put things on your carry on their character sheet that they have no business owning, and they hope that you won't notice. We had a a player in one of our games we didn't notice until it became relevant that he had snuck into his inventory list that he had a couple of arrows of dragon slaying, which are supposed to be like way outside the character tier, but he just sort of like dropped them in there, <laughs> like in the middle of the paragraph. And it wasn't until he was he was gone one day, and we're like, "Well, we need him for this session, so we'll just play his character." And I was like, "Hang on, it's like he's got arrows of black dragon slaying." <laughs> like, excuse me. And then when he came back, we're like, "What's that about?" He's like, "Oh, ha, ha. oh, you found that, huh? <laughs> yeah." He's like, "No, listen, you cheat." <laughs> That's such a weird thing to cheat. Well, it was specifically then, like, a game you, about killing when dragons. You whip them, like when you whip them out to use them. Yeah, it's gonna come out eventually that you had. It's those. gonna come out eventually. <laughs> like the GM would be like, "When the fuck did you get those?" <laughs> Oh, you know, I just uh, started with them. You're like, yeah, sure. You started with a level 10 rare item. Uh huh. Okay. (laughs) Okay, Sure. Whatever. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. (laughs) Right. Like that seems so dumb to me because like that would have to come out in the wash at some point. (laughs) I don't know that he was really committed to the cheat. He's kind of on the low end of greed. Yeah, I suppose. By that cheating, would you consider someone who like fudges their stats? greedy Ooh. or envious oh fudging their stats like let's um, say you're playing a game that hasn't advanced past 1999 and you roll for stats still <laughs> rolling for stats can be fun it can be fun but it's not good if you drop like how do I? if you drop everything that's below like a three or lower if no, you're if starting you, to if it's a if one or a two put, you re-roll it and then yeah you have right to, if you you're starting to... to put like that many restrictions on how to your how to roll properly then just use an array you roll you roll you roll 46 drop the lowest and re-roll ones and twos until they fail to appear okay yeah <laughs> <It's simple>. sure <laughs> it, sure i always use just the use array. an array i use the array because we got a lot of cheaters that fudge their stats i would put them into envy i think because i think that also plays into the like oh but what if another player fudges their stats and then i'll be the weakest player i don't want to be the weakest player i better fudge can't, my can't. stats yeah i made a joke about all 18s that, that margaret better leave in <laughs> <laughs> i'll pass on a note all right <laughs> all right the last one uh, so last, took me forever last one, to remember sloth because mm-hmm. sloth didn't have a really big part in full metal alchemist i had to like really think hard to remember oh no the beans are hurting me hot beans sloth isn't there to like play the game sloth won't yeah. stop fucking around yeah it's too lazy to bother to learn the rules uh, i was always distracted by something else their phone the tv i don't know if you have the tv on when you're gaming but <laughs> the other source books you brought other people they won't contribute nobody knows why they're there <laughs> Maybe it's because, like, the pizza, or because their girlfriend brought them, you know. Yeah. Sometimes I'm afraid I'm this person, but I'm not really. Nope. I fucking pour over rules. I love rules. I never thought I'd be the person that loves rules. But I like knowing the fuck. I like, I like breaking them and putting them back together. Knowing the thing and feeling competent. Yeah. Damn Great. Man. So anyway, now that we know, like, the different categories of the garbage shit player, how do yeah. you not be a garbage shit player? 
Well, like we said at the beginning, have some self-awareness. Recognize yourself. Listen to the things we just described and be like, oh, should I do that? Yeah, that's me. I mean, nobody's perfect. We're When we're talking about these bad habits and these sins, in air quotes, what we're really talking about are like repeat patterns of toxic behavior and people who do these things over and over again and they become disruptive and they won't change and, and, and they're making life less fun for you. Personally, I would be mortified if I learned that I was actually like detracting from someone else's play with my behavior. Like, if that was something that was brought up to me, I'd be like, oh, shit, and, and like, do some real deep soul-searching to try to figure out, like, because I don't, I don't go to the game just for me. I go because, you know, it's, it's my friends, and we're all, like, getting together and doing something fun together and, and making this new thing together, and basically, if anyone came to me, like, listen, you were doing this thing, and, you know, the other people were, like, talking, to was like, oh, no, I would... I would do everything I could to try to address that and try to get in good with, with the players again. Because the game's not just about you. It's about everybody else having fun. Yeah, I think a lot of this comes with emotional maturity, too. Yeah. A lot of people's shitty game experiences that I've heard wild horror stories about um, come from when they were kids or teens or young adults. And if, if you're over 25, you need to get your shit together And you're, if you're still acting like this. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Have a little, have a little self-awareness. And understand you're not the only person at the table. Yeah. I don't know that that's something a podcast can teach you if, if you're already down that dark path. So I think what we can talk about, though, is how to handle people who are being a problem. I have a lot of experience with that. Tell us about it. Huh. Well, at first, the way I handled it was I stopped going to game. <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> that's, that's the bad ending. That's the bad ending. You don't want your players to stop going to games because you have a shit player in your ranks. The next best thing is to try to have a conversation with this person and try to tell them, you know, parts of your behavior have been like kind of taken away from the play. And, and I wanted to talk to you about this before it got to the point that, you know, shit really got bad and that we that we got super mad at you or we all stopped showing up or blah, blah, blah. Hopefully this is someone who can go, oh, shoot. Yeah, OK. Like me. Maybe they'll be like mortified. Like, oh, fuck, I had no idea. Maybe they won't. <laughs> maybe it'll be maybe it'll be a fight. But you know what? I don't know. I'm of, I'm of two minds on that because on the one hand, adventure can be rare. It can be so hard to find that group of people that are really cool, that you mostly get along with, that you can have a good time with, except for Kevin or whatever. But at the other hand, on the other hand, life's short and the internet exists. And there's a lot of people on the internet that'll play. So, you know, uh, I'm running out of words. Okay. I mean, like... <laughs> I mean, I know it's awkward and it sucks, but you, as the person running the game, are under zero obligation to maintain a garbage player. If if someone is ruining blah, 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 if someone is ruining everybody else's good time and is generally adding nothing to the game, don't make excuses for their behavior. Kick them out. Yeah, don't make excuses. No, no, no. There's yeah, been don't make excuses. We, we kind like, of skirted oh, around it with there's there's so and so's significant other or. They have the house we play at. That's the worst one. Yeah. Um, or like, we play at a game store, so we can't kick them out because it's a public place. I heard that one. <laughs> sure, can't um, kick them out. I, I, <laughs> I, I got drunk at a cookout and yelled at a person much older than me for, for doing this, for, for refusing to kick out a player who was really ruining everybody's good time. Ooh. <laughs> um, How'd that go down? He... It was the opposite case where like this guy was a piece of shit and his girlfriend was awesome and they liked gaming with his girlfriend and like 
he was a wrathful player and disruptive and torture happy and like not a team player and wanted to do all these things and uh, it was just this older guy who was much older than me actually complaining about what a shithead this dude was and I was like kick him out and he was like well his girlfriend and well we're at a game store and I was like kick him out because I had had several glasses of wine. <laughs> and I mean, I do it sober too, though probably with less yelling. Yeah, you can't, you can't sacrifice. Again, you're not the only person at the table. Um, if you have one garbage player at your table and it's making everybody uncomfortable, but, oh, but he pays for pizza or, oh, he's so-and-so's brother. Like, in, in the case of like, oh, he's, or she, we assume it's he. I'm sorry. Men, men are garbage. I don't. <laughs> you it's know true. This. It's true. Men are trash. Men are garbage. When I talk about like garbage players, ninety percent of the garbage players I've encountered have been men. One, one was a woman that I can yep, talk same. about and be like, "Yeah, she was a garbage player." <laughs> I was like, I can definitely think of a garbage player. Anyway, as a woman. Where was I? Um, Kicking people out of your game is where we were. Yeah. Don't sacrifice your your game's well being because you don't want to start shit with one particular person or even two particular people if if garbage player's brother or garbage player's significant other happens to be involved you're 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 going to tank your game and and you're going to make people really uncomfortable and and sometimes these situations can be beyond just like oh he's kind of a jerk she's kind of a they are kind of a jerk sometimes it can go into like they are seriously making me feel uncomfortable or making me feel unsafe and you you as the gm you got to do something about that you you can't let some you can't continue to expose your players your friends to someone who would make them feel that way just for the sake of cohesiveness for the party or for the location or for the food. I know that yeah. if I had a player that was like really violent and torture happy and I had to like talk to them, like, listen, this is disturbing. I can't keep running for you. And they refuse to change their behavior. And they were, I would, I would have to kick them out. Like that, that stuff like personally really disturbs me. Like not just on like the rest of the gamers, but like, I'd have to be like, I specifically cannot run for you. You cannot play this character. Yeah. Oh, you gotta, you gotta keep your space safe too. Yep, it's okay to have these boundaries. It's it's you set should good boundaries. That's, have these boundaries. Set good strong boundaries and then don't back down on them when you have to enforce them. Yes, yep. and and ideally, if you if you have to confront someone who's been who's been being kind of a jerk, who who isn't aware of how their behavior is affecting everyone else at the table, ideally, you you can confront them with this. And they'll be willing to change because they want to be at your game, because they want to hang out with everybody, because they're enjoying themselves. Um, and in that case, that's that's pretty great. I've I've had, I have had situations like that where I've had to talk to a player, or or the GM has had to talk to a player. Like, listen, you you really can't be acting like this. You're making people uncomfortable, and they they make an effort to change. Um, but if you don't do anything, it's just going to get worse and worse. And the players that you actually do want to keep around are going to suddenly start finding reasons to not come to your game. And your game's going to tank. Yeah, if you don't do anything, it is certainly not going to get better. Yeah. It's not um, just going to magically fix itself. And if you're not the GM, and therefore not the authority, um, go ahead and call people out on their bad behavior. Yeah. Like, if someone is being disruptive, it is okay for you to be like, yo, stop doing whatever you're doing. Like... You don't need to go fight a hundred zombies, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and you you don't have to be rude or mean, but don't back down. Yeah. And and don't say it's okay, because it's not okay. 
Like if somebody um, apologizes, you don't have to say it's okay because this is not okay. Yeah, you just say, "Oh, thank you for apologizing," or, yeah, or "I accept apology your apology." Accepted. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if you don't want to call them out right then and there, because I completely understand that that is like a horror scenario for some of us, talk to the GM um, and then aside, like text them or take them take them aside later. Say so and so is really their behavior was kind of disrupting to the game. I don't know if you can talk to them for us. Because I, again, as a GM, if someone came to me with that concern, I would be like, yeah, absolutely. I'll see. I'll see if I can talk to so and so and see if we can work this out. Yeah, it's one of one sure. of the, one of the skills of being a GM. You gotta be able to to work with these weirdos. It's people management. It's good leadership. Yep. It's all it's all people skills. Yeah. Even if it's just like I think the most harmless on here is like sloth. You wouldn't even have to go to someone and be like, "Listen, would you just read the fucking rules? <laughs> like, don't don't bring like, your play don't bring your Play-Doh. Please turn off your phone and please learn the rules. Like, that's the least harmful. That's just like, why are you even? Yeah, and like, uh, what happens at least with it in my case with a slothful player is that I just then leave them out. <laughs> yeah, just treat it like they're not there. Just yep. skip them. You gonna do something? No. All right. Well, too bad. Which is maybe not the healthiest way to deal with that, but... <laughs> well, it sounds like they don't want to be there anyway, so... Yeah. It's been a long time since I've had someone who, like, actively didn't want to be there. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been a while for me, too, actually. Yeah, I, I, I gotta I think say that now... now that we're adults... Yeah, now that I'm grown, mm -hmm. I don't have these problems anymore, really. When I first started um, a pickup game, when I first moved here to the Kansas City area... Um, I was looking around for groups to join, um, partly partly just out of my own need to have games, and also for um, my husband, who is also quite shy. I was like, make, make some friends for us. <laughs> I was like, okay, I got this. So I found like a posting at the local game store that had a woman's name on it, that had a feminine name on it. And I was like, okay, this is perfect. <laughs> she She will run a game. I'm more than comfortable with that. And that's how I ended up meeting, like, a bunch of the people that I hang out with now. But there were, like, one or two people that kind of, that we sort of shed, because they were, they were sort of an issue. And thankfully, that, that went easily. But we did have to, like, like, actually call them out on some of the behavior. Like, like one of them was just straight up inviting new people to games without telling anybody. <laughs> so they would show up with, like, extra friends. We're like, who the fuck are they? And this guy's like, oh, these are my buddies. I told them they could play. He's like, you're not the GM. <laughs> what are you doing? Excuse me? Who said? <laughs> Who said? Excuse me, sir? What the fuck? Get out of here. Get out of here. You've never had anybody turn up with strangers and be like, they're in the game now. With strangers? Yeah. Especially when I went out of my way to be like, I'm going to find a female GM. I don't want to have to deal with any like weird, I don't want to deal with grognards. I don't want to deal, with, deal with any high school boys. <laughs> like, and then one of the people that also found the listing happened to be a grognard. <laughs> he brought his grognard friends. <laughs> and the rest of us are Goodness. like, so many we're going to just, we're going to just switch the schedule. Ugh. You know, I said so many beards, like with, with such disdain, but married a beard. Yeah, he's a walking beard. He's just a walking beard. Yeah, it's great. I'm kind of jealous. Like, he's like that Shel Silverstein cartoon. Yes. He just wraps his hair around his bear. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, he's working on it. <laughs> working on working on getting it that long. Yep. A full body beard. A Sasquatch. He's, he's losing his head hair, so like it's just all growing out of his chin now. <laughs> <laughs> Got to compensate. Pretty soon it'll be long enough he can just wrap it back around his head again. Yeah, I I play Malifaux. I play Minnie's games with 
a guy who's real short. He's sort of like a tiny Henry. So he's just like tiny and then just like beard and long hair. <laughs> I think if he shaved and got a haircut, I, w- I would be like, who is this child we let in here? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that campaign win, Todd. Todd. Yeah, his name's Todd. I'm I'm in the fledgling beginning of a Blades in the Dark game with two ladies that I know on the internet. So this is all on like Roll20 and voice chat. Um, Roll20 has some badass Blades in the Dark sheets, by the way, if you are jonesing for doing an online game. But um, I've never run it. They've never played it. So it's, it's a learning experience for all of us. And they, they both have, they have picked options that I never expected. Um, We're, we're doing a cult. Both of them, both of them wanted to play the Whisper. And I was like, well, all right, fine. Yeah. Because, you know, it's your first game. Yeah, you can both be Whispers. Why not? And one, and they're both named Tim. Okay. <laughs> and this is the cult of Timoteo. Okay. They, they worship something called the indescribable monstrosity, parentheses, Tim. Okay. So I don't, I don't know that they're taking this extremely seriously. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it, no. It's going to be, it's going to be like Blades of the Dark by way of Monty Python at this that's, point. I, I guess that's fine. <laughs> I think it'll be great. I mean, as long as you're all on board with that. <laughs> yeah. Like they picked some, some really interesting, like, like they're based out of, out of Brightstone, out of the nobility district. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like I was, I was thinking it would be like played straight, like gutter rats thieves and and knives and shit but they're like playing creepy cultists in like this really well connected area so i guess they're gonna be like uh, playing like a fad cult okay like, oh this is the fashionable thing now Ooh, oh, like speak. like spiritualists yes exactly but but like you know cult like sinister <laughs> so <laughs> they're gonna try to convert all the nobility who are like already pretty finicky so they have to keep this constant eye on like have we are they bored with us? Okay, we need to drop more money on parties. <laughs> like we need to we need to throw a wild dinner party and put some crazy drugs in the drinks. <laughs> I, I was going to tell you about the Malifaux campaign we were in, but it's way less interesting than our Blades in the Dark game. So <laughs> uh, So far, I don't that was just the creation session. I don't know if I'll be able to live up to Oh, how did my mic get all the I don't know if I'll be able to live up to all these crazy Tim aspirations <laughs> that they've created. Yeah, uh, I'm. We're playing this Friday our, our monthly Blades in the Dark game. We've released at least one really powerful ghost by accident, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> so As then we do. had to steal another really powerful arti- uh, artifact so that we could beat up the ghost we let out. <laughs> <laughs> That's failing forward. Uh, yeah, and it sure is, and like. We've pissed off more people than we're friends with. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's some excellent blazing. Yeah, it's been pretty fantastic. Um, the rest of the party is not so great at doing face-to-face violence. Uh, so I get a lot of enjoyment out of my character making judgy faces at the rest of the party when they fuck up fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you Which caused him? at least one player to get really alive? defensive out of character. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. There was this scene where um, we'd broken into this 
like enemy stronghold to, to to get information and steal some stuff that they had so that we could go track down the powerful artifact we need to fight the ghost. Um, and uh, I, me and my girlfriend in character are like staging a fight out front so that they'll be drawn out, which didn't work, but whatever. We're doing this thing and like the rest of the party is trying to sneak in and like the four of them lose a fight to one guy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on. Like, he fucked up one of them real bad because they rolled, like, a four or something. And, um, I, like, my character finally gets in, beats up the two guys downstairs, comes up the ladder to find them, like, bleeding. Uh, one of them's hiding. (laughs) (laughs) The hound has his gun out, like, well, he's too close, so I don't know what to do. And, like, she sneaks up behind the dude who's beating the crap out of them, just, like, grabs him, snaps his neck instantly, and looks at them like, what the fuck? (laughs) God, put some points in skirmish, God. (laughs) I give all of you a judgmental look, and then I leave the room. And they were like... But they just bust up laughing, except the one player who got kind of defensive about it. <laughs> anyway, so this has been our interlude about Blades in the Dark, even though we've kind of wrapped up. <laughs> this has been our Blades in the Dark episode. <laughs> well, we were talking about, you know, dirty deeds. Hey, we're going to do favorite episodes coming up. Favorite oh, systems, yeah. rather, coming up. That'll be fun. This 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 episode, maybe, um, maybe a little bit of a hey, downer. so... <laughs> <laughs> So, um, you can find us at bonus at expcast.wordpress.com. Uh, if you want to shout at us at Twitter, so hopefully we should be tweeting by then, um, you can find us at bonus expcast at Twitter. Uh, and we welcome your polite and engaged feedback at bonus expcast at gmail.com. Social media is a hell of a thing. It is a hell of a thing. If you want to follow me directly, I am at Zenith Sun. And I am at Ray underscore Cole. That's R A I. And as always, Change it if you want to. Change it if you want to. Just fucking change it if you want to. Just fucking change it if you want to. Just fucking change it if you want to. Should we come up with something better? We haven't yet. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's gonna be (laughs) it. I think it might be it. Man. (laughs) Send us an email with what you think our closing (laughs) course should be. Please write this for us. listening take plus one forward to gming this week (laughs) we are written and produced by monica and ray our theme song is reuse noise with the light by cdk and is used under the attribution non-commercial creative commons license our logo and art are by nino studios n-e-n-o and you can find them on facebook instagram and twitter you can earn more bonus experience on wordpress itunes or wherever you get podcasts thanks again and we'll see you in the next episode